Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, culture in the capital. I think the, the fact that it is the nation's capital, I, I think, brings a lot of great people and artists. Uh, the, a lot of times it's for, for a national award of some kind. You know, the, the White House, let's say, I mean, they had, they, they had the, the Presidential Medal of Freedom that got handed out. And all of a sudden, you had um, Michael Jordan, Bruce Springsteen, Diana Ross. Yeah. We were sitting there interviewing Tom Hanks in the White House. I was speaking with Laura Hayes. She's the food editor over at Washington City Paper. And um, she said a number the other day, and it just kind of left me scratching my head and stepping back. 500 new restaurants in the past few years opened up in the D.C. area. 500. Many people, when they think of Washington, D.C. and the culture of Washington, D.C., think lobbyists and business lunches. Our next guest are the host, co-host of Capital Culture, a podcast on WTOP, our sister station, Rachel Nania and Jason Fraley. Thanks for joining us here. Tell us, okay, so it's not a lobbyist in suits. What is capital culture? Oh, my goodness. What isn't capital culture? We really cover a little bit of everything. Music, theater, food, um, what's happening at the museums, latest books. Jason? Yeah, I mean, a lot of I do a movie review because there's always <laughs> movies coming out, but mostly stuff around town. You know, uh, the the greatest celebrity at the Kennedy Center, or there's so many theaters, Arena Stage and National Theater and um, Signature Theater. There's so many great uh, options around town. Plus, let's not forget the music venues. You know, you have Wolf Trap, you have 930 Club, Merriweather, all, all around the area. One well, yeah. of the things I love about your podcast is where can you have Sarah Silverman and Gloria Gaynor appear in the same place? <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that revealing in a way what you're getting at? And you think about, so we were chastened on a couple of weeks ago, right proper. This is a much richer tapestry of culture than people really get. Yeah. I mean, I think people who have lived in D.C. for a long time have always known there's a creative culture here. I mean, at one time it was the epicenter of uh, the punk scene here uh, in Washington. But um, I think in the last decade, we've really seen this explosion of the creative community here, whether those are people uh, at local theaters, whether it's artists painting the town with these crazy murals or people starting up really unique restaurants. So this is kind of a way to capture all of that and, uh, and shine a spotlight on some other great things going on in this city besides gridlock. Yeah. <laughs> gridlock, and, you mean traffic or politics? Oh, both. <laughs> Fair enough. No, it's, but I mean, it's interesting. The, the fact that it is the nation's capital, I, I think brings a lot of great people and artists uh, a lot of times it's for for a national award of some kind. You know, the the White House. Let's say, I mean, they had they they had the, the Presidential Medal of Freedom that got handed out, and so in one day we were there covering it top, and all of a sudden you had um, Michael Jordan, Bruce Springsteen, Diana Ross. Yeah. Um, who else was there that day? A ton I wasn't of people there, were there. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> neither was I. Um, no, but we were sitting there interviewing Tom Hanks in the White House, asking him about you know when when he you know mooned LBJ and for. Scum because we were at the White House, or you know what I mean? Like, so you can tie all that in there. Um, or, or the Kennedy Center honors, you know, they they had um, George Lucas come and uh, or Sting or all these great arts. Every every fall, the Kennedy Center does the Mark Twain Prize. So, you know, Bill Murray is walking the red carpet or Eddie Murphy the year before. It, it never ends, and there's always something. And a lot of people forget also, it's a huge theater town. 
a bunch of shows right now. Dear Evan Hansen is up for the Tony for Best Musical. That uh, got its start here at Arena Stage. West Side Story, one of the greatest of all time, started at National Theater. It did its pre-run there. So, I mean, it's it's people come here to try out stuff before they go to Broadway. I'm a huge fan of Arena Stage and Molly Smith. I've been Love a subscriber it. for years. And you mentioned Arena Stage, and I think in some ways it's revealing of how D.C. culture can really benefit from the the cross connection a lot of her plays are political oh absolutely i mean there was uh what was it the, the originalist about uh with ed giro about um antonin scalia right before he died actually um i mean even dear evan hansen deals with teen suicide but yeah well, you just a, covered a raising the sun in one of your podcasts which is just finished to run there a raisin in the sun uh we had the original whiz uh andre de shields from the Wiz. he he was down here in king headley the second which was an august wilson play so a lot of a lot of social issues a lot of you know racial issues social justice and and they like they like like right now smart people is there and there it's 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 the idea of is racism inherent it's a or 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 is it taught a nature versus nurture thing so they're I mean, they they're not afraid to go after some like really political stuff. And the great thing about the arena is it's it's a safe space. We're all in the dark, you know, forced to watch this together. And then when we come out, hopefully we're changed in a certain way. You know, you can have these conversations in a space, safe space. And they just did a they're in the middle of something where they're commissioning a bunch of of playwrights to do these politically focused or politically themed plays over the next is it five years that they're doing something like that. And, and Molly Smith said, only in D.C. can you do something like this. I mean, you have some. Of the best the best minds some of the people who are making the biggest decisions are sitting in the audience and um you also have people who have very different opinions sitting in the audience mm -hmm. and jason you said something that she she said too you're in the dark you're kind of you can't see the person's expression next to you and you can just react to what the actors are doing and that makes it really Cool. Yeah, I think they had a Roe versus Wade play there a little yeah, bit ago, yep. but, but it kind of hits it on both ends from, um, you know, sometimes like I, I was a few seconds ago mentioning that you'll catch, you know, maybe the next rising star before they become something because I think Mahershala Ali, who just won the Oscar for Moonlight, got, got his start at Arena Stage. Wow. But then on the back end of it, we talked to Kathleen Turner and uh, Deborah Monk and, you know, all these. She came to um, Mother Signature Theater. Children, right? Yeah, yeah. So like a bunch of people sort of, uh, I guess, after they become huge stars, make their way back there. And that I think is the theater is a great example of how this town has a really interesting tapestry. Rachel, you cover restaurants, events around town, music scene. How do you see the, the richness of the DC affect those those parts of our cultural life? Uh, well, in 2016, we uh, DC was named the restaurant city in uh, best restaurant city in America by Bon Appetit magazine, which is a huge honor. <laughs> and uh, I was speaking with Laura Hayes. She's the food editor over at Washington City Paper. She's been covering the beat of restaurants for a long time. And um, she said a number the other day, and it just kind of left me scratching my head and stepping back. 500 new restaurants in the past two years opened up in the D.C. area. 500. I mean, it's insane right now. It's um, You have everything from, you know, tiny little neighborhood eateries that are being called the best restaurants in, in the U.S. or second best, Bad Saint. It's a Filipino restaurant over in uh, Columbia Heights. And then you have big chefs from New York bringing their, their restaurants down here because they just really want to capitalize on the opportunity that this has become a real food destination. Like what's the macaroon place? Oh yeah, Lauderay from yeah. Paris just opened up in Georgetown. 
Yeah. There you go. <laughs> now we've arrived. We have macaroons. <laughs> macaroons and glory game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was corrected. It's macaron. Macaron. Oh, macaron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. So. But you say that with a cigarette hanging right. inside your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise it's not French. But look, as, as you look at D.C. as a cultural location, my sense from my perspective covering business and entrepreneurship is once you get outside D.C., people don't realize how rich it is. Do you get the same impression when you talk about culture in D.C. that folks outside just think about draining the swamp and politics and don't understand how deep it is here? Yeah, it's um, it's a little frustrating, to be honest. Do you know, are you familiar with the handle or the company, A Creative D.C.? Um, they, they have a great Instagram account. But right after the election with the whole drain the swamp thing, they had a Twitter campaign that was like, hey, D.C. is a real town and people live here. This is not a swamp. I mean, you know, maybe maybe a certain block is a block or two over over downtown there. But um, this is home for so many people and more and more people are staying. I also think it's no longer a transient city. I think people are choosing to really kind of plant roots and raise their families here. And I think the city is changing and growing and adapting to that. You see more um, kid-friendly events and, um, you know, neighborhoods that are being redeveloped that are really have families in mind and keeping this huge millennial boom that came in eight years ago, trying to keep them here and really foster this as, as a city where you want to be and stay. Yeah, I almost get offended at the yeah. notion that it's only draining the swamp. I mean, it's only the swamp. Sure. Like yeah. you know, obviously that's a you know a real problem, and you know, and but it's a real like you said, it might be a, a block down on Capitol Hill, but the rest of the town thrives all around yeah. it. And I would almost say because of that very, um, I guess, misnomer or stereotype, it's all the more important to go see the shows here because I think this is where all the great creative arts and pushing and pulling and you know friction and sparks are coming. The creative oh, yeah. sparks because you know we we got to. We're, we're right in the midst of it. So yeah. if we're not putting up the good fight here, where else? There's nothing like pl uh, political frustration to spark some good creativity. I mean, that's where the best <laughs> music, lyric comes, music lyrics come out of and uh, literature comes out of. So. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Politics and love. Yeah. What else do we need to be creative? <laughs> so Rachel and Jason, if uh, this has been a lot of fun. I hope we have a chance to do this again soon. But in the meantime, where can our listeners find your podcast? Ooh. Uh, you can find it on WTOP.com, Podcast One, and I iTunes. It's, it's literally what I do. It's as simple as just hitting the little purple pod, podcast uh, app on your uh, the little icon on your iPhone and yeah. you just search for it. You can you can find it pretty easily. So the next time you sit in the dark, maybe you're not watching a play. Maybe you're listening to our guests, Rachel Nani and Jason <laughs> Fraley, co-hosts of Capital Culture, bringing it strong and telling you about what's going on in D.C. Guys, thanks for joining awesome. me. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. I'm Jonathan Aberman, my producer Tracy Madigan. We remind you to follow us at, at What's Working DC. See you next time.